John King with you this hour. Breaking news out of the Traxxas sector. There are early indications that the Tyranid menace has invaded the sector. May the Emperor protect all in the area and give strength to all of our fighting forces. We now go to the Best Stand News team for full coverage. Carl Anderton is on Planum. What can you tell us, Carl? Thank you, John. As you know, we've been expecting this for some time, but some believe the reports of the coming invasion to be flights of fantasy, scary tales you tell your snuffling's to keep them in line. I talked with Commander Andres earlier today, and he told me that no matter what we believe, the Nids would eventually get off the boat. It was only a matter of time. I'm on Planum right now, but judging from what I'm hearing from my sources, it appears the first planet targeted for invasion is Aatrox Prime. If the Nids win that one, then all those on Osus 4, the closest planet to Aatrox, might also suffer. Thanks, Carl. We now go to Tobin Lopez on Atrex Prime. Tobin, what can you tell us? Holy crap, holy Thanks, Tobin. Stay with us for the next hour, when we'll be talking about all this, including how to protect your more attractive alternate art cards from the coming apocalypse. The Traxxas Sector Warcast starts now. This is the Traxxas Sector Warcast, a podcast about Warhammer 40k Conquest, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Lopez, John King, and Carl Anderton. Episode 16, This Just In. Alright, welcome folks. Uh, we are here with the first, that was the first honest-to-goodness Traxxas Sector War cast. Go, kind of what lines. we had envisioned as the news when we first envisioned this war ca- podcast. The, the nids are here, folks. The, the things that we've been waiting for have, have finally arrived. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm John King. And I'm Carl Anderton. I don't know. How excited are you, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> well, we 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 um we cracked them out last night with a couple of regular guys. We're just like kind of game of light. We open it up and go, okay, um, let's let's both take. It turned into tyranny on tyranny action, of course, <laughs> and, the, on, and in the first moment. So it's like everyone, everyone wants to try these at once, and we just grabbed out like. Cards. These seem to be about right. How many? How many? It was one of those. How many goes in the deck again? It's been a while since we built anything. <laughs> you know, one of these moments. Let's get them down. Cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's. It's. Yeah. I mean, with like not the darn clue. It's, it's easy to pick out the power cards right now. Of course, there's when you when you immediately playing them out. When you're playing with a Tyranids, things like the um the uh, spore pod. Uh, hilarious. Spore burst. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, just yeah. Annihilates all the other things on there. Yeah. It's the you know. it's a two shield event. Two two cost two shield event where you put a Tyranid. Uh, unit of three costs or less from your discard pile into a play at an infested planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and the, um, and the virulent spore pod, is it the, the deal on damage and infested planet? Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, that, that's the zero one creature. Yeah, that, that, that yeah. little thing is hilarious because it just turned into, on one side of the table, it turned into, ter- into termagant rotation. I'm cover the table and wrote in termagants, and then half of them would be gone by the other round. <laughs> and we just keep coming back. Yeah, know? that's true. Yeah, when it's when it's nids on nids, it's a little bit. It's definitely a little different. Strange Especially to... were you playing swarm lord versus swarm lord, or was I, it? I, I, we didn't. I made sure not to give you complete mirror match. I was doing old one eye, and okay. I, I did okay with it. I quickly fired on she against it, and so, suddenly suddenly realized how annoying it is when old one eye gets um, scything talons turn one. <laughs> it wasn't so much the damage he was doing; it was the I can kill him in one turn. <laughs> one hit point. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the Scything Talons gives him plus one hit, hit point, point, and then he gets, you exhaust it. It's a signature attachment, right? Mm-hmm. So you yeah. exhaust it to give him plus X attacks, where X was the number of things that he most recently cleared off of him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so. the extra damage wasn't a big deal. It was the one blooming hit point. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, seriously. Because he goes from a 2.6 to a 2.7. Mm-hmm. Yep. I couldn't quite ricochet enough um, armor bane damage onto him. So. Wow. I came upon a guy here in the store yesterday 
who has who bought Conquest, who bought the NIDs, very excited to purchase them. He got the email. He has a subscription service, and he has all the cards, and he has a corset, maybe even two. But he's never played the game. Did he come in yesterday? <laughs> he was. He was here through the evening. Um, I was running around doing different stuff all that night, and I didn't. I didn't get to see him play. Oh, okay. So, but he was here all night. There was like the conquest box laying out, and it was constantly cards coming out. The whole thing. So. Okay. Did he but play? So you don't know if I he don't played. Know for sure. yeah. Okay. So, like, so, here quite, quite late, but. so hopefully, there. If there are folks like that in your area, hopefully they'll they'll come on in and play. The Cree of Ruin is also on the boat, so. Not with, you know, the issues with the Great Devourer notwithstanding, hopefully we'll see Decree of Ruin and Commissar, the Commissar. I yes, I don't remember Broderick his name. War. Broderick War, that's Broderick. what it is. <laughs> Commer- <laughs> Commissar Broderick War. Broderick, there we go. In, there uh, is a Monty Python In about name. six weeks. <laughs> Broderick. <laughs> so, I don't know, it's it's cool. I've, I played uh, I played Jason a couple of games on, on Wednesday night. Old One-Eye is just, Old One-Eye is just a, brick like he's just this big brick like you and i played a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. after the last podcast a few weeks ago and i gave up two first two planets and then it was just like <laughs> just trying to trying to get to the core of the planet with a small shovel yeah right it just you it was i felt as if i couldn't be moved when i was playing old one eye and especially with the weird like Against Jason on Wednesday night, I was I had infestation. I was very strategic about where I wanted to infest, mm-hmm. and I was playing with the synapse unit, the Vonent, uh, the Zoanthrope, which okay. does two damage at, a, at an infested planet or one damage at the beginning of the combat yeah. phase. And so I was very strategic about where I infested because I wanted to be able to do two damage to something at the beginning of the combat phase with him. Yeah. Right, and that, that's still a mechanic that I'm I'm getting. Trying, trying to, trying to get good at because I think once, once you get the infestation mechanic, um, it really can turn on some some of the Tyranid cards. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm moving on Zoranthrope first of all. I love that. It's it's very Zarathur. It's start the combat. Something something gets zapped one or two. So it's a command sniper or it's a extra damage. But I think that the infestation stuff I I, I found messing around with it is is kind of like um, what's the phrase I'm thinking of? It's it's a theme of the deck. You either go to the infestation stuff, or you can just go for something else entirely. I don't right. Know. So, so we we talked about that before. I don't know because I have old one. I I'm not going. I'm not doing huge infestation. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. But it's, it's it's something. It can be. It yeah. can be the spice that makes the deck stronger. Right. Yeah. That's right? that's like exactly I, what I'm thinking of because I don't think I don't think there's enough cards out yet right now that you could do a whole infestation mechanic that I'm playing with all the cards that get bonuses when you have an infested planet. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's more of I have this deck, and then I have a mechanic in there that once I can get an infestation on a such and such planet, especially one that is uh, might be my win condition, I'm unstoppable. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the combat starts. I'm gonna do two points. So if I'm playing Space Marines, great. Honor Librarian's gone. You get cards that uh, if they're at infested infest. I think they're coming out if they're an infested planet. They get plus one hit point or plus one in attack. If different oh, ones that are coming ones out, that are coming up, yes. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I I think it's 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 not going to be a core focus of a deck, but it's going to be one of those things that once you get that clicking in your deck as a, you know, a, a strategy that that is the sleight of hand strategy that's coming out with it and everything that then your opponent realizes, oh crap, I'm at an infested planet and now I really can't do anything about it. Right. And this has been the thing. I think the game 
can tip out of balance fairly quickly sometimes. If you're playing with a, if you're if you have a level of a, levels of experience between the two players is drastically different. The game can tip very severe, very quickly. Right. What I think, taking that into account, so let's talk about the knife's edge, that edge, that balance edge. Infestation can take a game that's fairly well balanced and start tipping it in your favor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, it's it can get really out of balance fairly quickly. I think with a, within a couple of turns, it can it it starts the process of tipping it towards you. If you're playing the infestation stuff, it, and you can really take advantage of it, but it's not something that if it's tables balancing towards your opponent, it's not something that can that can balance it back towards you, right? It's got to be a balanced game to begin with that can then help you out. Right. Well, you know, know, it may it, it may be, it may be something that when the with the Gene Stealer Warlord coming out. That that mechanic will be able to tip it in your balance because all of a sudden that's true you know, because every, everything's ambush right everything that has ambush, ambush right? I mean, that's the crazy bit there. What what I was kind of getting out myself is, to me at the moment the infestation stuff felt like um, felt like ambush tactics in Space Marines. Mm-hmm. It's not what the Marines are about, but there is a common there's a common little tactic where they're well used for a certain strong effect. You know, the, the, um, there are decks there are decks built around that and there are decks that just use that because it's there anyway. Right. That's what kind of that's how that's how infestation felt to me. Is there isn't kind of the point there isn't an infestation deck it's a facet that you can use and yeah. how much of it you make make use of it or not I mean the best versions right now if you're not going for I'm going to take all the ways to infest a planet and all the ways that benefit from that are the good synergies the hormigans that are just good mm-hmm. anyway and also happen to infest the damn thing when they turn up mm-hmm. so at that point you may as well take one or two things that at least com- that are good and combo combo off that right, right. Yeah. I think in my old one I deck I have the scything hormigons yeah, cause uh, right I now. have the spore the zero one Infest and spore pods. Yeah, those, spore are, those, pods. Are, those are both great examples because they're good effects in themselves. Right. And, happen to and then I have and then I have the uh, the zero two if you win command. Oh, the venom. Then you infest venom throat. Venom throat. Yeah, ven- venom, venom throat. I think. Yeah, that is. That and so, so I think those are the. I have three of each of those. So there's nine, and then I might have like a couple, maybe a infest the planet. The event where you infest the planet next to an infested planet. Oh yeah. The I can't remember what it is. It's not. It's not regeneration. It's projection or something like that. Anyhow, the venom probe I particularly like because he's a a weird play on an ally. You play him for your first turn. He sits there and does his job, and then if they leave him alone, he gets worse. Right, right, right. Right. He he wins (laughs) one, and then he's a rogue trader slash void pirate. Of your choice. Talked about him before. Yeah. Yeah. And two and two health, so a little hard to get rid of. So yeah, yeah. So. He's a he's a good one, um, and I think those are the only ones I use for the infestation. That's the only infestation. Mode. And then I have the two one guy that moves to an infested planet. Oh, the lurking the gargoyle? gargoyle, lurking gargoyle, yes. yeah, or That's lurker, lurking lurker, or lurker gargoyle, whatever it is, yeah. Mm. So. I haven't I haven't tried given that a serious look yet. It look, one of the things I found myself on the end of what played just now, it seems to me like a lot of the um, uh, attack values are low. Mm-hmm. In general, the Tyranids don't hit, are, are not hitting very hard. There's a, there's a, there are some exceptions, but the vast majority I found like ones and twos, apart from a few specialized units, which is odd to play with until you're doing things like buffing Termigans with Fluss. You've got four of them, you're buffing them all by one attack. Right. I, 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 I found that personally. Then again, the problem was we were playing Tyranids uh, and Tyranids, so everything was like you know one maybe one one attack three health. So it's like ah, oh, right, <laughs> right. you know, yeah, or, or you know two attack five health, like. The right. Savage Warrior Prime. 
Getting that guy to go off the table is remarkably tricky. Yeah. <laughs> well, I ha also have Sport Chimney, which is the support, two-cost support that, after the headquarters phase begins, infest the target planet. Mm -hmm. So I have I have that infestation mechanic, too. Oh, and I also have a Noxious Flesh Bore, which is the attachment that does, that gives you plus one attack, plus one hit points. And mm. After you win command, infest it. That's yeah. what you were thinking about, yeah. The, so, Lurking Hormigon. Lurking Hormigon. That's the 3-1... That's his signature squad, but then you have the Hunter Gargoyles, Hunter Gargoyles, two, two ones, Completely move the unit to an infested yeah. planet. You know, he's he's a planet five, and oh look, Which, bam, goes, attack, yeah. kill, and you win it, right? Right. But it, it's something, it's a, it's, a, it's a subtlety that in your deck. It's not something like that, aha, you know, I've got all these units that, right. that uh, you right. know, win. This, this is a, a key component to me winning. Yeah. It's, not right. it's not step one, infest. Right. right. So, uh, you know, I, I am. I am. This thing's like it. digestion pool, right? Where uh, re you can reduce the cost of deploying a, a unit by two, but only at an invested planet. But only two in an invested planet. Yeah. 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 So, you know, for that to be really effective, you, you got to have a lot more. Yeah. Invested. And you know what that card yeah. looks like? You had three of them in your yeah. Head. You know, <laughs> I had it's like, and it's like, oh, you got to got to read these cards. Like, not only is it unique. Oh, oops, probably didn't need three. And then it's like, oh yeah, I get to reduce it by two, only at an invested planet. Oh. Gosh, I really need more infestation mechanics in this deck, you know. So yeah. See, one thing the Gene Stealer uh, Warlord is going to be hilarious with that. Oh yeah, because one two, two cost think, reduction ambush. <laughs> I think that card is definitely definitely geared towards his deck because exactly you're like, oh look, you know, yeah, I can I can ambush out a a four cost unit that would normally bankrupt me, but yeah, now I'm for two, and then hey, here's another one for two. Wow. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> so do I think you have to? Do you have when to you deploy this unit. Exhaust yes. the support yeah, to so reduce you have to exhaust it. it. So, so, you can only so you get it once. You get it once. But still, it's a, that's a big yeah. economy. Yeah. Kind of hit along with an ambush. Yeah. You know, yeah that, so that so that that is a good example of where he will be an infestation deck. He's mm -hmm. like, I am expecting to infest a major planet, you know, at least every turn, and the opponent has to go. Oh, you know, that sucks. Right. Oh yeah, and problem. and I mean, there's there's some really cool stuff in and here. And maybe you know. it's something that you put two of in your deck. Yeah, if, yeah. if you have a real heavy... I mean, you can play the Gene Stealer with, with him. Uh, obviously, Mal. the Gene Stealers are the ones that get ambushed under the new right, model, right? Right, yeah. And so, right now, there's, there's only a, a few Gene Stealers. So you play him in an infested planet for three. Three cost ambush, yeah. With that digestion <laughs> pool in play, <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. right? And it, yeah. Well, he's weird anyway because he because he's got the double the, the bonus trick, isn't it? He's, yeah, he yeah, 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 yeah. He gets he gets a bonus depending on whether he's if he's there with the synapse, he gets he's tougher. If he's with a warlord, he's uh, uh, plus two attack. Okay. Yeah. So you know, since we're looking over it, so favorite single cards, I would say from the game games I played, uh, Synaptic Link is hilarious. The just it just turns into and as long as you keep your um, sign up creature alive, it turns into a card a turn. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. well worth it, you know. Yeah, I haven't really, and I, think I haven't really I included think him. Tobin includes him, in, and I realize that it's something that I need to play. I need to play that card more. I think it's deck. necessary. I think it, maybe maybe you don't have depending on what your command breakdown is, you don't have three of them in your deck. Mm -hmm. But I almost always would put. I think I would almost always put two. And then depending on how, how the meta shifts, the other support that has been I've played with but it hasn't paid dividends yet is Brood Chamber, which is the one where you choose Oh, the keyword. The combat exhaustion exhaust the support to give a target army unit you control and all the a keyword and all associated values. So how the meta so this is that that's a card whose whose strength will be defined now that everybody has Tyranids out. Right, mm -hmm. because with such a select few people, 
we didn't know what was going on. We have no concept of like how strong is that brood chamber, because who are what are you what is being played against tyranids, and what is being played against tyranids will define whether or not brood chamber is any good. Yeah, right? we should, I think we should quantify it properly. Keywords are the allies, allies, um, elites, kind of. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's that. Those are traits. Those are traits. Keywords are area effects, bloodthirst, oh, brutal. Mm. Right, the italics, Ouch. the italics, not the not the bold italics, but the italics. So, the keyword is like brutal, bloodthirsty, area effect two. Like that's why it says all associated values. Right? So, you, so you could copy a, um, a blood letters. ranged. Yeah, you could copy a blood letters trick from across the table yep. and go. Yep. I'll take the AOE. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I'll take the AOE four, and then I'll <laughs> and then and then you you do that to give a target army unit you control a keyword. Printed on a target enemy unit at that planet until the end of phase. No infestation planet requirement. It's just boom, you get it. So you go there and you're like, okay, I get your AOE four, <laughs> AE four, or three, you, yeah, or three, or, or yeah, yeah, for yeah, the boiler, yeah. it's A three. So then you, so then you have your little ranged hive mind unit. Boom. Well, or maybe it's not a hive mind unit. Maybe it has, to, maybe it can't be a termagant token because it has to be an army unit. But you give them True. ranged, and there's a there's the ranged hive minder. And you have him hit for AE three before anything else happens. That's the more fun. There's your That's insane, well, right? I mean, look at the cat. You, you copy range. Yeah, copy or, range. Yeah, onto the, yeah onto you the, copy range. Onto the shrieking harpy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, you know, yeah, that'd, that'd be bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my shrieking harpy. By the way, my shrieking yeah, harpy has range now. <laughs> so, um, oh, that's horrible. So it's only on the printed army. It's only on if it's printed on the army unit, right? Correct. Yes. So yeah. if, if no derived they, effects, something like that. Yeah. Right. Well, what I'm just thinking is, so if the army if the army unit gets a bonus, like down in the library and has the ion rifle, you can't take the plus three attack. No, no, no you can't take the plus Correct. three attack. Yeah, and you can't take yeah. the area effect of given by gun drones. Given, exactly, given by yeah, gun drones. Exactly. Well, in the case unless of the it's, unless unless gun drones says it. No. Well, no. well if if the gun drones an attachment, you yeah. can't copy it. If it's right. a unit, yes. Right, yeah. but if you put it if you put it on the if you put the gun drones on the, on the unit that gains area effect when it has an attachment, <laughs> then you get the, you can you can copy well you can copy the two it has not the derived one from having an attachment because that's not a printed keyword on an army unit. Like you're thinking in case of the bit of the broadside, yeah, it comes with AOE two and then gains one for every um, gains one for every attachment it has. So that's how you can get yourself up to the four, for example. Total that's actually broken down into multiple bits, so that would copy the two. Because that's the only thing printed on the on the army unit, right? Yeah. So, so the broadside, I, I don't have the card no, no, in front no, no, of me. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the but when it, when it gains an, when it has an attachment, it gains area effect too. So it would have the it would have that. So, are you sure? Yeah, it's not printed on the card. Not sure. I'll have to look at that one. It printed on a target enemy unit at that. Because well, you could, you probably could, not. You could say, yeah. okay, mm -hmm. great. Yeah. You get probably the not. if you happen to have an attachment, you get to have that air that thing gets to have area effect too. So yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, obviously, this is, we're just throwing out, you know, weird case scenarios. You know, to get the a AOE 4 on the broadside, you yeah. put the gun drones on, yeah, it's a, on it's it. A and, of course, we're bringing, out, we we're bringing yeah. out specific scenarios with mm -hmm. cards that we don't have in front of us. <laughs> right, as always. Well, I just think it's yeah. more important because, you know, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, <clears throat> again, uh, um, a very subtle distinction. And, you know, maybe this is something, you know, if... if Brood Chamber becomes incredibly popular in Tyranid decks, and Tyranid decks become incredibly popular. Then all of a sudden, you're, you know, maybe you are looking at, I need to, most of my special, special effects need to come from attachments rather than the units I play themselves. Yeah. 
but yeah. you know, oh, or flying. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> flying the keyword. Flying on that half inside of Elf, I just didn't notice. Actually, I just f I just found what I think is the current winner, since bloodthirst is a keyword. Yes. In this copy. I'm going to take this chaos guy. He's really good against these two identities in the same box as them. Oh Rograx Bloodhand. So who, who, what have I just given the blood first to? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> a Trigon or something exactly. ridiculous. <laughs> right? I hadn't read that one properly. I'm like, oh, that's not cool. <laughs> so, you know, doubles is, uh, it's oh. what? If, doubles. if, if an enemy unit has died, yeah. this unit gains double, do, doubles, doubles attack. their attack. For the next attack this round. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have that. Yeah. Thank you. Guess <laughs> what? I hit you. Oh, look, and a unit has died because I've been bloodthirsty. Look, I, I'm, I'm going to ready again. I hit you. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, rough. That's, that's nasty. But yeah. but what what I've like I played Swarmlord a, a bit, and I was playing with some of the cheaper guys. But um, Tyranid Warrior, which is the three cost, two command icon, two four. He's uh, he, one of his keywords is Behemoth, and I tell you what, he is. He's a Behemoth because. I still maintain that regeneration, the one cost attachment that gives you plus two hit points and allows you to exhaust it to heal two mm -hmm. or remove two damage, is insane. I mean, that's the. Yeah, that's still, I love that card. That's still, I think, my, the best card. The, this <laughs> guy is like snake bag thug levels of, yeah, just get three in there, because why not? Mm -hmm. For three, he's just way too solid. Yeah, well, especially with the two command icon. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, he's so so stand for stand. But yeah, no, it's again a decently sized unit with with moderate attack power. Yeah, they don't have a whole lot of huge huge hitting strength. Well, but they they're I think their bit is numerous, right? Yeah, but they, exactly. they're gonna they're flooding the planet. Yeah. I, I did get the wonders of a um, of four turbigans with range and two attack each. <laughs> Which is certainly not the not the yeah. most not the most yeah. pleasant well, thing I've ever seen. With the exception yeah. of Space Marine units, I mean, two kills a lot. It does, to be fair. Yeah. 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 Again, uh, it was Tyranid know. versus Tyranid, so everyone had huge health pools. Well, so, I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> go anywhere. Yeah. Granted, it only kills some of the smaller orcs, but uh, a lot of the Dark Eldar are, are only two health because they're they're kind of frail. Mm -hmm. The uh, Astro Militarium. Most most of the units there yeah, have not, two health. Not, not a lot of yeah. Two is two seems to be that that tipping point, right? Right. Uh, there's a big difference between two and three, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool, and um, yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see. And this is one of the reasons, right? I was waiting for this because I want to see what the larger the entire you know player pool having these cards, and I'm I'm putting my money on the the player uh, community growing because they're out now. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people have been waiting for tins. I've said it before in the previous episodes that I've seen increased activity. And I did see increased activity after Gen Con when the Tyranids came in and people started asking about them, people started seeing them. And unfortunately that because of the delay, uh, some of that activity has... has uh, well, tapered off. Yeah, I mean, tapered off, you, know, you, got, you got the initial rush and it's like, oh... And you go into a waiting period. I think now that, that people actually have the cards in hand, you'll see a rush again. Yep. Because, I mean, yep. when they first hit Octagon, not that I was playing Octagon much, but uh, a lot of people were reporting that Tyranids were really, you know, very popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People played. were playing them, yeah. Good little flavor of the month stuff, at least in that yeah. case. But particularly when it's, when it's easy to step on and just try it out. Yeah. yeah. So here's a new bit. So it's been, it's been really cool to play them again. I've I'd kind of taken a break. We'd played after last podcast, and I don't think I'd played in between then and Wednesday when I played Jason. He played 
I played a Shadow Sun deck against a Ragnar deck, and he just spanked me. <laughs> he just he just took me outside and says, "Planet one, two, and three are mine, and I win the game." And I'm like, "Yes, okay, fine." Thank you. Okay, <laughs> thank, you thank you. Thank you. And then I pulled out my old one eye deck, and I haven't put the Shadow Sun Ragnar one up online yet. But I put the Ragnar, I put the I put the old one eye Kotes deck online because that's one I won. <laughs> so, but I will put the Shadow Sun uh, Ragnar deck online because yeah, woohoo! I didn't. I tried. I tried my best, but I couldn't do it. But besides those two games, I haven't played very much, but I'm looking forward to getting back into it with everybody else getting into it because these cards are out. Um, one of the other things that happened was Fantasy Flight announced their prize, what the specific prizes were and participation prizes were for Worlds, which, you know, you get a really cool-looking Morkai Rune Priest. Yay, right? Mm -hmm. You get two more for completing the rounds of that tournament in Worlds. So the they're going to give you a total of three, or they'll give you give one you at the start and one, give, you, one at the start, you know, one at the Each end. world participant gets one of each of the participation prizes. Right. Right. And then if you play in the tournament and you play all the rounds in the tournament, you get two more. So you get a full oh, set. Oh, okay. Well, well that, that's a change from you last year because right. they gave you one at the start and one at the end right. with the possess. So. Right. But then again, if you had the one core set like I did at the time, great. Now i got my three possess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three sets, right? yeah. Exactly. And so, but what but they're doing is by giving one participation to everybody, they're preventing that having someone come in for one round, get the participation card, and then drop out. Mm -hmm. Which ah, so that's the killer. So, right? Yeah, basically everyone gets one just for turning up. Period. And then, like you say, if you complete a full full Swiss of any any one particular game, mm -hmm. you get the other two to reach. Yeah, you get a full oh, okay. playset. Uh, that's not, I think that's a so, board. and you know they get they get a full they get signed art print of Morkai Rune Priest from the uh, the top four get that, and the top eight get a mat, and the top one gets a really really cool mat. To, winner but the best one i think it's for the top eight get tarot sized planet cards <laughs> you have you seen these? this no this i just you know they're just teased in the picture but i'm like tarot sized planet cards Oh, just from the practical aspect of I can fit a battle at the Yeah, planets, yeah, know, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, oh my god, I saw that. I just, I was like, all of a sudden, I'm like, how can I get these? And I'm like, no, nah, there's no way because, like, I think they go to top four, or top eight. So those those folks will treasure those uh, for a long time. So kudos to FFG for figuring out exactly what are some really cool prizes. So. Whoever had uh, a hand in making those decisions, that's, that's some great stuff. I like the the Markai Rune Priest is good. Uh, I, he's not one that I play with very often, so I don't know that I'll be seeing he'll be seeing the table very much for me. But man, alive, the tarot sized planet cards. Oh, I saw that. I'm like, oh no. Even if I was going, I don't think I'd have much of a chance. But it, it is what it is, right? Oh, you got you guys on so, for Worlds this time around. No, no, I have my, my daughter does her piano recitals that weekend. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and that, um, that's normally, so that's why when it was moved last year, so I was like, this might be my only chance. It's like, oh, if it's your only chance, yeah. this will probably be the only chance that I would go. Yeah, so. Last year, last year the recitals were moved to January. So I'm like, okay, I get to go. And, you know, but even if they did it this year, if they even, re, if she, for some reason, at the last minute, changed things. I still wouldn't be able to go because of the way they've structured the world's tickets now, right? So they have, oh, you yes. had to buy them in advance, and then you had to buy two event tickets, and or the specific event tickets, and so on and so forth. Now, having said that, they are going to make an announcement at Worlds about changes at next year's Worlds. Because it's a huge weekend, right? You're talking yeah. about 
Armada, Imperial Assault, X-Wing, Star Wars LCG, Call of Cthulhu LCG, which is going away. That's five. And then you have Netrunner, Conquest, Game of Thrones 1, and then you have a Game of Thrones 2, not quite World Championships Star Wars thing. LCG. Right? So that's nine, maybe ten. Yeah, Star Wars is in there, yeah. So you have nine or ten tournaments this year. Yeah, and there were a couple other things like the the whole Disc Wars that was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they you know, so, that, that so they might have a bunch yeah. of side events too, yeah. or smaller events. And so, it's it's I think it's five days: Wednesday, yeah, Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday t- this year. So, you know, if you want to compete in the first, the one that takes place in the first day and the one that com- takes place on the last day, you have to take almost a week off work. Mm-hmm. So it's just getting to be big enough so that I think the the belief is that they're going to split it up into two weekends. Maybe a, and the way I see it is maybe a Star Wars weekend and a LCG weekend, right? Okay. So like you do Imperial Assault, Armada, and X Wing, and maybe the X Star Wars LCG on you know one three day weekend, and a week later or two weeks later they do the LCGs. From from a practicality, but, I can see I can see doing card games and then the other stuff on different weekends because yeah. you take different yeah. infrastructure when you yeah. set up you know space and layout. And, all and that. knowing my luck, if they do that, what they'll do is they'll move the min stuff to another weekend <laughs> and keep the LCG in exactly the same weekend as the, my daughter's recital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then I won't ever get back to Worlds until my daughter the, the, goes to college. The, 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 <laughs> and is no the, longer doing recitals. I was going to say, the, the, the now infamous recitals and yeah. all the recordings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so, but Worlds should be interesting, especially given that, like we said, Decree of Ruin just went on the boat. So, oh, but it won't, it won't hit before. Because we're lo- we're we're in late uh, late September now, right? Worlds is going to be early or mid early November. November, early November. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it mean we will. I mean, yeah, what? Late, late so no, Broderick so late, War, yeah. Broderick War at, at Worlds. Yeah, yeah late October yeah. puts it too late to hit hit, hit the RT. Yeah, so it's got to be. And that's not a bad thing to no, have no. to yeah. have uh, one out of the planet cycle hit and have that be legal. Even yeah. if it hit in time, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm looking, yeah. for, I'm looking forward to Broderick War. I'm looking forward to Barzil, but I'm, I'm looking forward to the whole Planetfall, yeah, yeah. cycle, oh, yeah. And, and the whole, mm-hmm. all these mechanics that are going to be coming in. Like, if you are at a strong point planet, if you are at a munitions planet, if you are at, you know, I'm, I think that for me, that's going to breathe some life into into my creativity, you know, rather than just like, oh, let's play with cards that nobody else plays with and try to get them to work, right. <laughs> because I like those cards, mm-hmm. you know. I love Mustard the Guard, that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, being able to put that mechanic in there, again, I, I think it's going it, to it, it can be, it's going to help my deck building ability when it comes to things like Tyranids that I can use. Okay, now I've got a planet interaction aspect of my deck, and it's a maybe. Maybe it's subtle in the deck. Maybe it's not, but I, I'm better at it. The okay. more practice I get, okay. being able yeah, yeah, not yeah, 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 not yeah, using yeah, it yeah. just with Tyranids, I'll yeah. be able to use it with, you know, Astromilitarum. I'll be able to use it with Orcs. I'll be able to use it with, you know. Well, just like yeah, just like any other game, like you know, Netrunner has has introduced they introduced these mini factions in the in the Data and Destiny, mm-hmm. which is going to hit sometime very soon. People have been playing with them a lot, and it it changes the entire thinking, mm-hmm. right? Each new identity in Netrunner changes the entire thinking. Each new warlord in Conquest changes the thinking uh, of how you deck build and how you do these things. And Planetfall takes that to 11. 
Right. Right? Mm -hmm. to, to, yes. I mean, it, it, you get a new ID, but that ID also comes with, the, the, you get that ID. You get the new Warlord, and that Warlord comes with a, hey, you get plus a green, right? Mm -hmm. So let's start thinking about that. And, and you have to then mitigate ideas like, oh, right, what if there aren't any green planets for the first five? Like, mm -hmm. There are four green planets in this in the ten, right? Is, is yeah, we're, is? yeah, There's we were talking greens. about like worst case scenario. You might only see one green planet, and it's planet number five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're so, like, well, okay. So you, if your deck is based solely on winning the green planets, well, guess what? You've already right. <laughs> you've already lost. Now there the aren't match. there mechanics. Didn't they spoil mechanics to to add green Specific, to a planet? So far, it's only war we've seen with them. Yeah, war is the only. But he's had the whole thing of like for this. For yeah, one, with the for one round, one round make something green. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, and okay. it doesn't stick. I mean, you you yeah. might win it, and it goes to your your win pile, but you don't have a green icon anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But that, but that's a but that's still a big mitigating factor because like I said, he's he's obviously he wants the actual winning icons, but the main reason he wants the green is to be able to trigger those effects. Right. You know. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's an, that's. I mean, I, I had I had considered the the the. Um, the icon based stuff and one of the worries obviously is like you know the the chaplain they spoiled very recently who's all considered with the, the blue the blue relic planets no I haven't no oh yeah uh, too much to go into right now but he's a black templar's chaplain who hands out bonuses to his black templar units at blue planets at the relics <laughs> so the, the 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 lore is that the black templars are chasing down ancient ancient um imperial relics and like collect them and gathering them in for themselves and Oh right, the, right, 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 right. Yeah, that's in the, the fifth. That was in the fifth pack. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's fun because um, first of all, he's a space green anyway. So maybe he'll better mitigate the. Where's the blues? There aren't any blues. They're all just red and green. What's going on? You know, kind of, kind of problem. Um, and also, I don't know. It's, it's. I think I'd have to, I'd have to run the numbers. This is the bit of our kind of purview. I'd have to look at the numbers. It's pretty darn unlikely to get not at least one of each icon on the table. Oh yeah. It's, it's. I mean, I, I don't. I can't think of the last time someone drew a five and pulled like not one of something. Right, you know, it's 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 really tough, right? You know, but um, I mean that's the that's the game, and like you say, that's still the game you play. War War seems to know that the whoever designed um, Broderick seems to know that the um, Astra Militarum might not survive that complete lack of icon they can trigger off as well. So they've given them an ability to change that. Maybe those will turn up in, in the other ones now. Maybe maybe the Black Templars will come with that. Although again, if you haven't looked yet, Empress Champion. <laughs> they um, they don't have four of the signature unit. They have oh, three right, right, and this right, big right. guy. And you uh, just go look. I'm not, I'm not even going to say. I'm like, wow. <laughs> just go look. You know, just go look. He, he is. He is. There's been a lot of noise in the people who've seen it and been like, you've got to be joking. And um, essentially, you can force someone to target. You can go. You attack me. Right. I.e. When you you <laughs> must, you must now attack, declaring me as defender. Go. Right. And he's a big guy. Oh. oh. And so like must attack. So no AOE tricks. So you have an AOE over there. No, you don't. Attack me normally. Right. And me with your way. with your O. Your, you have your O two guy <laughs> you know, with your area effect or two or three <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. No, so no, no, no. You're attacking me. me. Yeah. There's no attach. I'm, I'm thinking of the. He's the, he's the he's the champion for that. Right, order, right. But I'm thinking right? I'm thinking of there's the fire drake terminators that when you're declared as a defender, they do a point of damage, but. I, I'm trying to think of if, if there's an attachment that when this unit is declared as a defender, mm -hmm. do something crazy, do something. Yeah. I, there's I, the bolter, the the storm bolter that when it, when you when it declares when it damage declares an attack, then you get to do its printed attack value to right, another right, right, target right, 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 as well. It's right, like right. you know, hey, I, I, yeah. I'll spray and pray at everybody. Right. right. I think I think he's like <laughs> five damage, so 
It's oh, like, so it's like it's it's, it's yeah. It's, he's I'm, a four. So he's a four six. Oh, it's three just, six. Yeah, it's I mean, he's, a lot. He hits but, but I mean, I mean, yeah. it's, it's just gonna be something insane. Like if you have an attachment, like when this unit is declared a defender, yeah. do something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that would be you know that would be hilarious. Would, like yeah. you get to attack me and I get this. Well, you get to attack me and I get this. Really? That's, well, that, that's the a cherry one. That's a cherry one. It's the it's the I'm sat here with a warlord. I'm sat here with a a big fragile unit with some horrible trick on it, and they go you me. Yeah, come swing, come swing at me. Um, the blood letter. Yeah. Like, Are you free? No. Just no, no, no. I'll still take. I'll still take three damage, but you know, no not everybody's yeah. gonna take three. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So you have. So we're looking at the planets here. We have five, six total planets with blue. We have one, two, three, four, five, six planets with green. Um. And, and six then, planets with red, but green, two, green four, is green is two signal. There's two single yeah. greens. Yeah. And that's the two single greens. Because there's one single red, there's one single blue, but there's two single greens. I, I keep rem- I keep saying I know there's a lot of people out there in, in in different styles of podcast, and it's just a style choice who've done a lot of these analysis and numbers and things. Mm-hmm. I will have a word with my highly mathematician uh, lady wife, and I'll get her to run us some. What is the most popular? What what is most likely to turn up? Because this is a, actually a fairly complicated analysis that I'm right. sure FFG already has all the figures on. Well, someone <laughs> recently no so, someone recently asked on on uh, I think it was Board Game Geek. Someone recently asked what the what the you know when scenario. when are new planets coming out because it seems like ten planets is limiting, mm. but because combinations because the order in which the planets show up is critical mm. right is defining to this game, uh, Barless being in front of Osus Four is different than our Osus Four being in front of Barless exactly so yeah. right or for that matter uh, Atrox Prime or w- whatever else right um, there's something like north of one million combinations mm-hmm, exactly. in these yeah. ten cards. But the fun part is, right. is, is, is <laughs> I mean, yeah, without, again, without getting too heavy on the math and all this, when you're doing something as simple as I need a green planet, then it gets a, little more, a much more complicated call. I mean, you, even just the select five out of, select seven out of ten, out of those seven what's my first five odds of having one icon, etc., etc. Right. The numbers, the, yeah, the, then the, the numbers math are gets complex. complicated. Yeah. Yes, then the math yeah. gets complicated. With lots of different, lots of different possible outcomes. So, so. yeah. I'm good at pro- I'm, I'm good at probability. My my GW dice rolling days means that I can calculate dice odds like on the fly at hyperspeed. Just sheer practice. Card card draw gets a heck of a lot trickier. Yeah. <laughs> heck of a lot trickier. You know. <laughs> um, so kind of off topic from Tyranids, I've been reading uh, the Horus Her- the second book in the Horus Heresy. We talked about this a little bit. Oh, false um, gods. False gods. Mm-hmm. So that's the one I'm reading. So one question I had was really about the whole horse heresy thing was creation wise we y- you knew horse existed right like like there was warhammer fantasy there was chaos or something known as chaos in warhammer fantasy and then in warhammer 40k there was chaos and then did they retcon horus to be the defining person that chaos or was horus horus was in the mythos at 40k generally, or what? So, so talking in terms of the original writing, the IP, uh, GW yeah, creating yeah, 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 these yeah, 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 products. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, um, so the original um, historically, this is where I get a little fuzzy. Um, Warhammer Fantasy Battle was the original setting, which was a fantasy world with the chaos, pretty much as we're familiar with it, barring any of the any of the Space Marine parts. So, okay. it was the demons we're familiar with, Corn, the various chaos gods, etc., right. etc. Um, after that, a couple of years later, came a Rogue Trader, the first version of the 40k setting. Okay. And that was the first ever Warhammer 40k game, basically, where they covered the vast majority of the things we're familiar with. There was stuff like Tau wasn't in there, but like Tyranids turned up, Chaos, things like that. And the first version of the Horus Heresy story, which was the creation story for Warhammer 40,000. 
Okay. It was 10,000 years before the current time. Um, and they had Horus named in there, right? Yes, he, he was the, the 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 point is he was the he was the big traitor who to, who split the Imperium and divided okay. it. And so he was, so he was corrupted by chaos because Warhammer Forty K. I mean that happened in the eighties, right? They oh, created yeah. that in the eighties. So, but Horus Heresy, the storyline of the in the books, mm-hmm. has only been in existence for fifteen years. Now, see, that's the that's the that's the bit I'm getting to with the um, with the creation story idea. Originally, it was just the it was the here is the, here is our little early Bible style story. Here is the the background thing that simply says there was a guy called Horus. He divided the legions of the Space Marines. He's the reason we have chapters. He's the big bad guy who wounded the mortally wounded the Emperor and was killed in response. The big, the big important plot, right, plot line right, things right, like right, Sanguanus right. being killed by him. Right. Um, and then the Horus Heresy is the first major attempt to go. Okay, where's the detail? Here's okay. the characters. Here's okay. the other plots. The major events. So they, so they, so they have the major events like the plots and who killed whom yeah. at the end, and yeah. maybe the, the various isolated discrete events like who killed whom yeah. in the middle but then like you said Abaddon is still still living Abaddon is still running around yeah Abaddon, Abaddon was created is well he before. an imperial is he a is he a imperial space marine or is he a oh chaos, I, chaos Abaddon the spoiler yeah. <laughs> Abaddon the spoiler is the most notorious um, chaos lord still living Okay. He is um, ever since the events of the Horus Heresy, he ran off into the Eye of Terror. He leads the Black Legion, that is the remnants of Horus's um, uh, sons of Horus, Lu- 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 Lunar Wolves, then sons of Horus, then the Black Legion. Right, right, right. So no, he's still running around um, slaughtering the Imperium. So, but he's a chance. Chaos Space Marine. He's a Chaos Chaos Space Marine uh, Lord. Yeah, he, he that is, would make sense. He is the Lord. He is <laughs> I was kind of hopeful it wasn't, but it yeah. was. Yeah. Well, you can see how much of a nutcase he is. Really, oh, yeah. in the he's, background he's, in Horus Heresy. Well, no, no, no. And, and I'm in the spot in in the, in the second book where uh, Horus has been injured. Mm. So everybody's freaking out, and he's yeah. like, "I'm going to kill all the doctors if you don't save him." Like, yeah. and the doctors are like. What the hell? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, not doctors, apothecaries. Yes, yes. But you know, apothecary marines. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's not. It's not. What the hell? It's what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, uh, I, yeah, I had that question. Okay, so that that settles things because yeah. there's like thirty. We talked about this before offline. Thirty some, thirty six, thirty eight books in the Horus Heresy yeah. thing. Well, one of the so. one of the weird bits about having knowledge of the forty k law for myself is both the time period I've gained information over. For example, I have like a five, six year gap up to current day because I stopped being involved as, as much. I stopped playing the miniatures games, I stopped following the codexes. Right. So like, for example, someone pulled pulled on me um, not, so, not so long back that the, the Emperor's Throne was built over a webway portal on Earth. The webway that links to the Eldar transport systems, and the and the and part of the reason the throne was there was to stop the Eldar from just invading Earth, and because the Emperor is trying to take control of it. And right. I, cool, first I've ever heard of that. Makes right. sense. Never mm-hmm. encountered it before in my life. Brand right. new to me. Yeah. Um, and things like talking about the evolution of the Horus Heresy story is obviously at first it was it was as far as I'm aware at first it was just this 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 big event happened. There was a big bad guy who was Horus, big mustache twirling, wahaha, look at me, I'm evil. You know, caused to cause these problems. Um, then you started to get more interesting bits later on when the Space Wolves became a real deal. They mentioned that the Space Wolves are the ones that scoured the home of the Thousand Suns, the Prospero. Mm, right. um, that's obviously one of the novels now in right. the Horus Prospero um, was just mentioned in in False Gods. Yeah, Pros- the, Pros- the planet yeah. where you Prospero burns one of the Abner's novels. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Excellent. Yeah. excellent. Really good color on both those characters. Um, uh, you, later on, you've got the big one with the portrayal of, of the Ultramarines by the by the word bearers, which is the major reason the Ultramarines don't get to come over to Terra and get involved in the heresy properly. All this stuff was things that were added bit by bit, but uh, the Horus Heresy novels are the first time someone's gone, okay, one coherent narrative from end to end, all the detail, all the characters, right, 
all the all the color, color and all right, and cool, detail. cool. Yeah, I, I, it's just one of those questions that come up while I was reading. So, very cool. Uh, we have an active YouTube channel, and so you can become a subscriber so you don't miss any of our live gameplay videos that are sponsored by the Haunted Game Cafe. Uh, thanks to Gary to Haunted Game Cafe for doing that. And as a result of that sponsorship, we have some custom Traxxas Sector Warcast playmats. And uh, we've, for those of you who follow us on Twitter, you know we did tease uh, that you would be able to win one. So, Carl, how, how have we figured that out? Well, I, I've been told you guys like lore. So, um, this is um, Ask a Traxist Sector Warcast question, shall we say. Okay. Or ask me at least. Um, go to Twitter or, um, or comments on the YouTube video or our Facebook. Post us a law question. We'll pick top five, say, the ones that we think are the most interesting, most impressive. We'll talk about them on the, on the, um, on the Warcast. We'll go through. The three of us then will decide the best one. One or two, maybe, we'll see, to win a mat for the most interesting law question. Not necessarily the hardest one to answer, although if you can completely stump me without me looking it up, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll put the challenge out. If you can go like, I don't know, then yes, that will, that's a good chance of getting a mat. But something interesting, something we can play, something we can say, this was a really cool idea and something cool for us to discuss on, okay. the, on, the, on the podcast. All right, so if you have a law question for Carl, either tweet it to us, uh, post it to our YouTube channel, or post it to our Facebook page, and we will choose from the uh, questions that we get. We'll answer some of those, select a few of them, depending on how many we get, and then uh, the top one, the most interesting one, we'll get a mat, all right? So uh, if you have any questions that you've been itching to answer, or itching to ask, have answered, <laughs> then here's your opportunity to not only have that answered, but also win a map. All right? It. So uh, we look forward to seeing what you guys have to, to ask us. That should be fascinating, I have no doubt. Thanks to Team Covenant for hosting this Warcast and the Haunted Game Cafe for the recording space. If you'd like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions for us, you can contact us at traxxsectorwarcast at gmail.com, via our Facebook page or Twitter at traxxsectorwc, or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. This episode was sponsored in part by Rocky Mountain PC. Thanks for listening. The Emperor Protects. Holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck.